And you're listening to Talking Money. This is Certified Financial Planner Mike Miller, your host for today. Glad you're with us today. So we're talking about uh, leaving legacy of your values, not just your valuables. Nick Jones is here with me, CEO at Ronald Blue Trust. You've got a lot of experience in the trust area. I mean, you've been involved in this area for I don't know, 20 years. How many years has it been that you've been in yeah, different 30 companies? Years. 30 years. Yeah. Um, and so having you come on to, to run the trust company to make sure that it's being done right and there's a, the wealth of experience and knowledge there. And one thing you're passionate about is leaving your values to your children, not just your valuables. And so there's a lot of different perspectives and different ways you can look at an inheritance, and people look at it wrong. So give us a couple. What's some good ways? What's some bad ways to look at inheritance? Well, you know, I've seen a lot of people that have an expectancy, an inheritance coming. Right. And one of the, it's really important to have a healthy mentality if you're going to be inheriting. Um, and one of the things that I've seen is sometimes the people who are waiting for something, uh, it can be kind of damaging who you become while you're waiting and the mentality right. that you have around it. And so mm-hmm. one of the things that we really try to work with families on and, and people who are going to be inheriting is to think about there's two ways to think about it. It's kind mm-hmm. of what am I going to get? Right. And that's one view is if you're you're kind of waiting around thinking, what am I going to get? Mm-hmm. And the other way to think about it that I think is a lot healthier is what is going to be entrusted to me? You know, what will I be responsible to manage? Yeah. And I think you'll be a steward of it now. Once your parents are gone, they give it to you. Who's the steward? Absolutely. Right. And and so it's having this mentality of being entrusted with mm-hmm. something, not that I'm going to get something, but that I'm being entrusted. And, you know, what are we being entrusted with? We're being entrusted with yeah. people we love, their life's work, uh, what they've accumulated. And so they're passing on. Uh, those valuables to us, mm-hmm. but also us developing the values of not just saying, gee, what am I going to get? But thinking, what's going to be entrusted to me and how mm-hmm. am I going to be a steward of that wow. is a much healthier mentality. And it doesn't have to be a lot of money. So when, no. when my parents died and they died within four months of each other about seven, eight years ago, there wasn't a lot of money. I, I was, I was very pleased that, uh, around half of it was going to be given to different ministries. Absolutely. And even though it was not a, a large amount, it was a lot larger than, than we thought it was going to be. But then seeing that money, what his passions were, then the part that we got, uh, what are you responsible to do to make sure you're not just blowing it on something? You're, you're doing something worthwhile because I'm now the steward of that resource instead of them. That's right. Yeah. And even in that, Mike, in that comment, it's interesting, right? What did your, what did your parents teach you when they passed down, uh, funds to you, but also included charity. They taught you generosity. So mm-hmm. one of your family values that they showed you, demonstrated to you, was a family value around generosity. It was generosity, but it was also um, a learning experience to where they gave. Uh, it's not just what, how much they gave, but where did they give. And right. they, they were almost all different ministries that had a a gospel focus, a, a evangelical focus, because that was his passion. It was, you know, because he he talked to people about uh, the gospel and the salvation. He talked about, of course, he was a, a pastor, so everybody expects that. But still, he, he, a lot of pastors don't. And so he he really had a passion about that. And 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 even on his death, deathbed, they were still like, "Wow, uh, I was I wasn't there, but I was told. You know, I, I just don't think I I did enough. I wasn't a good enough dad. I mean, I think wow. that's, that's 
that's typical, I think, with some people like that that have that kind of burden. And but but of course he he was. I mean he was he's a great um, uh, example to, to us to all the children, all five of us, uh, as to how you honor God even even in your death. Yeah, it's amazing. That's yeah. a that's an amazing way to go. Yeah. And uh, you know just having that kind of sense that you know I I. I wish I could have done more. The one thing that you never hear is people say, I wish I could have, uh, done more reports at work. Yeah. You know, yeah. the people on their right. deathbeds yeah. don't have regrets about not getting enough done at work. Yeah. It's always about family and relationships. Yeah. Yeah. So, and of course, when you talk about that, I, I know we're, I'm, I'm preaching to, <laughs> to the guilty parties. You know, right? like, you know, we, we need to work on that as well, you know, because it's easy to get caught up in all that stuff. Yeah, but we're doing really good work. And so, <laughs> and even people that are in full-time ministry, they, they end up doing that where they say, uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm gone all the time, but I'm doing God's work. Well, yeah, but God's work, first of all, is to take care of your family, not well, to necessarily take care of everybody else in, in your church or in your ministry. Well, it's so interesting in the, the founding of, uh, Ronald Blue Trust, Ron and Judy, the reason they decided to do this is he was afraid if he went back to Indianapolis and went back to his CPA firm, a successful CPA firm mm-hmm. he started, mm-hmm. they had five children, and they were afraid they would lose one or more of their kids to materialism. Yeah. And so they decided to stay in Atlanta and start a firm that was a fee-only advisory firm yeah. to help people be wise stewards. Yeah. So I the, the one story he tells, the trip that he made to Africa and the question that he asked, one of the, I don't know, the tribesmen or somebody that was in leadership there. So it's, you know, he, and he asked this guy, here, they're looking at these grass huts. And he asked this guy, what do you think the biggest problem is that people face in this area? And he says, materialism. I said, really? <laughs> I mean, right. yeah, because if they have just a grass hut, then they want one that has, uh, a metal they want roof. Two grass they want two grass huts <laughs> and they want metal roof and they want, so even in, in the, what we think of as such a primitive environment, they still want more. I well, guess kind of what we're wired, I guess. Well, one of the great, uh, questions that Ron asks is, um, and I've seen him do this with so many crowds is, um, you know, how much is enough? Yeah. And it's a really important question. And one of the things that's interesting is his answer to it is what you have right now. Mm hmm. And that's hard for us as Americans because we're always taught to accumulate more and do more. And I'm not saying it's not good to have more necessarily, but you can be content right now with what you have, mm-hmm. you know, even though you're working and, and more may come your way. So, and, and Ron uses a, um, a verse that I'm going to, I'm going to look it up here real quick to make sure I don't, uh, I don't say it wrong. It's one of my favorite verses, but when he talks about how much is enough, and then he's trying to say, um, the amount that you have right now is what is, is enough. So Hebrews 13.5 says, keep your life free from love of money and be content with what you have. For he right. has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Yeah. Be content with what you have. Now, I would add to that. So, so, uh, so you shouldn't, shouldn't necessarily be saying, I need more to have enough, but it could be that the amount you have is still too much. <laughs> and then you can still be thinking about giving some of that, some of that away. I, you know, Jim Wise in our office down in Orlando has, has told this story publicly several times. I've heard him and it's just, uh, I think it, it reveals the way we think of his advisors, but I think it also is a good learning example for, for all of us. So he had a client that called him up that said, we've got this insurance check and we weren't expecting it. We didn't, it was a sizable check. And they asked, 
Jim, like, what should we do with it? And he, and, and as no advisor would ever ask, <laughs> except Jim and, and us <laughs> would be, I don't know. I'm not sure what you should do with that money. I think you got to go pray about it and see because we've already done your financial plan. We've already established your finish line. So we know how much is enough for you to take care of your needs, your family's needs, how much you want to pass on. That's all been taken care of. So I'm not sure. And so instead of saying, well, bring it on in. We'll invest it. We'll do something with it. He just says, look, you pray about it. Well, that weekend, I'm pretty sure he, he said the very next weekend, they went to some event and where a ministry need was presented. And the need was what the amount that they received in that check. And they, they called him up the next week and said, well, we figured out what to do with it. We gave it all away. Wow. We gave it to this ministry. That's amazing. So Where you can have enough contentment. Yeah. And what you have to be able to be generous with others. That's a, that's a great place to be. And some of that, and, and a fair amount of that is because they did planning. So whether you do it with somebody like a Ronald Blue Trust advisor, you do it on your own, whoever you do it with, knowing what your finish line is and knowing how much is enough and say, okay, I, I know my basic needs, my basic goals are taken care of. So anything I get above that is, is going to be essentially extra. What, what does God really want me to do with that money? And I think that's a whole different mindset that people don't think of, uh, very often. We'll be right back. Ronald Blue Trust is pleased to sponsor Talking Money. Ronald Blue Trust is a company with a vision to see individuals and families practicing biblical stewardship and experiencing freedom from economic fear, bondage, and conflict. They want their clients and their families to enjoy debt-free living, free to answer the call to ministry or whatever their passion is, feeling at peace with their investments and the way they are being professionally managed to help accomplish their financial objectives so they can focus on other aspects of their lives and help clients make wise financial decisions, live generously, and leave a lasting legacy. As a trust company, Ronald Blue Trust Advisors come alongside the next generation to help transfer your values and help you leave your lasting legacy. If you're a business owner, the Business Consulting Division can help you define your company's culture and, very importantly, then help convey that culture to the next generation of leaders in your company. Find out more about Ronald Blue Trust at ronblue.com or 1-800-588-7526. That's 1-800-588-7526. Now back to Talking Money. Nick Stone Street, CEO with the Ronald Blue Trust, is in the studio with me today. So, Nick, when we talk about estate planning, typically people think, well, you know, it's I don't have enough assets or I don't have a tax issue, especially with the new exemptions being so high. It's not a problem. Why do I need to do estate planning? I don't need to do estate planning. But even those who have virtually no money, you can still transfer your values, which is probably the more important of the two. Yeah, this is so important is that families can think about their legacy and what they want to pass on. And if we think about what's been passed on to us uh, from our parents and grandparents, so much of that is not just monetary. And so when we think about our, our, our legacy and passing on valuables, there's a lot of um, discussion around how to transfer and all right. these kind of things. But, you know, the one thing that you can transfer no matter what amount of money you have is is your heart and your values around your family. Right. All right. So when we're talking about uh, the values and valuables part, there's a nice quote that you have in part of your slide presentation that I saw that I really like by uh, Tim Kimmel, founder and director of Family Matters. You can't leave character to a trust account. You can't write your values into the will. 
You can't bank traits like courage, honesty, compassion, and a safe deposit box. What we need is a plan, a long-term strategy to convey our convictions to the next generation. That's yeah. a really concise way of putting that what we want to talk about today. Yeah, and it's it's so important, and it's important to have these conversations and to have certain family traditions where you have kind of stakes in the ground where you can have these conversations mm-hmm. and and also doing the fun things together. You know, this um, we always get together on Christmas Eve mm-hmm. as a family, and we go to this uh, place where they have kind of bowling and all these ah, kind of fun okay. games. Sure, and sure. so just as a family, it's just a tradition we go and play together. But then we also, during that dinner, have conversations, talk about what we care about and appreciate in each other. So we have a little bit of, you know, time to share, but then go and play together, yeah, too. That's so fun. It's just, you know, it's great for families yeah. to build traditions that help pass down the, the value. So share some thoughts. Now, we're talking about uh, giving money to, to the children and how to give and how much and all that kind of stuff. So what are some good good thoughts to go that you should discuss with the kids? What are some good questions you should ask them? Well, I think it's a question for every um, parent to think about what to give their children and how much and when and those kind of things. Um, yeah. You know, and one thing that's helped me a lot is thinking about uh, things that we do for our children are investments in them, not, oh, I'm spending money on my children, but it's an investment. Mm-hmm. So but as you're talking and thinking bet- between you and your spouse about how much of your state to leave and so forth. I mean, part of leaving your values can be making sure you don't, those who are, have been blessed with many resources of leaving too much to the children. Yeah, it's always a concern. nice problem to have, I guess, but yeah, it's yeah. a problem. Yeah, and there needs to be a balance. And um, one of the rules of thumb that we have is that you want to relieve your children's burden, but you don't want to remove their struggle. And right. so... It's still good in life for them to struggle and and have to pay something, but and, and have to work. But sure. but alleviating some of their burdens is yeah. a, is a generous way to to uh, live. Yeah. So when my parents passed away and 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 my in laws, there wasn't a question of leaving so much that there was going to be something that was going <laughs> to spoil as rotten. But there are people that have that issue. So Nick, so glad you're with me again today. So it's glad, always a pleasure to have you in the studio. Yeah, great to be here with yeah. you, Mike. All right, so we got to wrap up today. We'll see you next week for the next edition of Talking Money. If you have any questions or like to learn more about the topics covered on the podcast today, reach out to your financial advisor. We believe, however, that it is very important to work with an advisor who shares your values and biblical worldview. For more information, please call me, Mike Miller, at 1-800-588-PLAN. That's 1-800-588-7526. Or send me an email to mike at talkingmoneyradio.com. Though I'm an employee of Ronald Blue Trust, Talking Money represents my individual views and not those of my employer or any sponsor of the program. During the program, I may discuss market trends as well as specific financial planning techniques and investment ideas. These discussions are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations to any individual or organization. Work with your attorney or accounting or investment professional for specific individual advice and services. Any securities or investment products discussed on Talking Money are not insured by the FDIC, are not a deposit or other obligation of or guaranteed by any bank, and are subject to investment risks, including possible loss of principal amount invested.